0: you've come to the right place hope you love america hope you're tired of the same thing all day every day bringing you a different point of view bringing you the right point of view from an everyday american recorded all over no agenda just america Hello, welcome to a new episode of Eric's America. As you can probably hear, I am back indoors. You won't have any uh, crazy birds or weird noises in the background today. I'm back inside, um, which is probably a relief um, that uh, the sound quality will be better. Anyway, um, I'm actually lucky to be here. Like I said, uh, most everything. Uh, around me now is open and it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It harkens uh, back to uh, a few hundred years ago, I guess when you had free States and that sounds really odd, but as the lockdowns continue and the absolute dystopian crisis in some states around the country, continue um i don't know how else to put it you know if you are in you know california especially la county or you're in oregon or apparently even in minnesota michigan uh new jersey pennsylvania all these places then you're probably looking at somewhere like south dakota which is where i happen to be and having to be been working for quite a while and thinking wow it seems really nice there and uh and people are starting to come uh, to these places. Uh, I've noticed, I was talking to some people this week who, uh, you know, were saying that all the parks and everything are still closed in Minnesota. So they're coming over here and visiting these parks so they can go camping and get outside, which, again, it's just some of these absolute backwards-ass stupid rules that somebody decided to make up one day and said, oh, we're it's it's, you know, for the coronavirus. I mean... We don't want people outside It'd be terrible sunshine and fresh air. And, oh, how horrible we should lock them down at home and see how many of them we can kill. I guess um, seems to be it seems to be the idea. Apparently, the one that uh, they were trying in New York was uh, seeing how many people we can actually get infected and kill. So, um <clears throat> Yeah, so apparently eighty percent of all the country's cases were all seated by New York. Uh I guess that probably would've happened when uh, you know, people were talking about the coronavirus and the idiots there were going, Hey, why don't you go down to uh Chinatown for the New Year celebration and uh, you know, make sure you get out and do all that. I'm sure that has nothing to do with it, I'm I'm quite sure. But uh Apparently, it uh, has been a disaster in those places, and apparently the biggest disaster um, has been all in the retirement homes, the nursing homes. Um, It's just, it's really, oh, it's really quite sad. And then, uh, you know, hearing him this week going, oh, well, you know, there's nobody to prosecute. What do you want me to prosecute God? And I'm sitting there like, who is this asshole? Like, you know, that is the problem. That is the problem. If no one has seen the problem yet with these people, that right there would be the problem. You made a decision that directly killed thousands of people, thousands of elderly people. And instead of, because you know, you know people. I know people. I've been around enough people in my short life. That most people, if you came out and said, hey, listen, this was my policy, and it was a mistake, and you know we've corrected it now, and we're not going to have that anymore, and that's that's on me, I'm sorry. Most people looking at, well, you know, nobody's in our lifetime, which I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'm tired of hearing that no one's ever seen anything like this because I'm tired of hearing it. Um, but anyway, uh, most people will accept what you've said and realize and we all know we're human we're not perfect and we're going to make mistakes but I think my biggest problem is looking at someone like this who is directly responsible who takes no responsibility and you know pretty much just blames anything and everything around I mean if there was you know a a post nearby you want me to you know indict that post over there I'm sure it did it too yeah, it's just sad, man. It's just sad. And it just shows you how, you know, spineless and how much not of a man that he is. You know, because a real man walks out there and goes, hey, listen, you know what? I made the decision. I screwed up. I'm sorry. This was a bad decision. We're fixing it now. And we're going to make sure things like this never happen again. That's what a man does. That's not what he did. He said, oh, well, it's not my fault. I mean, it's probably God's fault. or I mean, people are just going to die. I mean, there's no way to stop that. No shit. I'm glad you figured that out, that people are going to die. But, uh, you know, or his next go-to will be he'll be blaming Trump for coming down and killing them in the uh, nursing home, I'm sure. That would be their next goal. Um, what else happened that was really... Really disturbing this week. Oh yeah, uh, Biden. Biden uh, telling people if they can figure out uh, uh, between him and Trump, then you ain't black. That was funny. That was a good one. Um, and I don't know why anybody's surprised. I mean, I don't. I guess I do because apparently our revisionist history has not uh, has so swept things under the rug that it's quite uh, quite irritating. Um, but why would anybody be amazed that, uh, someone from that party would be racist? They've always been racist. They're going to continue to be racist. They're the money elites that think they know better about everything and they think that they have some right to, uh, govern and tell you what to do. And this is where things really have to change and, and people's minds need to, Uh, be awakened and, and brought back to what the principles of this country are. We allow the government to be there because we, the people, control things. And to put public servants back, and I hate to put it this way, but it really has to be put this way, back in their place. You know, their whole existence is to protect our rights. Because no one ever said that you can keep everyone safe. And I get so tired of hearing it. And it's so, I know it's a banality. I know it's, you know, the usual rhetoric and propaganda. Every company and every government official says it. And it's very, uh, it's just tiring. Our utmost Our utmost goal is safety first. If that were true, if that were literally true, the speed limit would be five miles an hour at best. There's no way that we would do 90% of anything that we ever do in life. There's just no way. We would never leave the house ever. And even in the house, I mean, what would you do in the bathroom? How many people die from uh, falling in the shower and bathtub? I mean, how would you ever work that one out? Rubber? You have to have rubber showers or something. I mean, I have no idea, but everyone says this. You know, even you know, even when it's we know it's not true, we still listen to it and kind of take that on as somehow it's uh, you know somehow that it's true, and it's kind of funny. You know, every time uh, you get on uh, any kind of public transportation at all you know, especially airplanes, they're like, well, our mission here is uh, your safety is our utmost priority. Now strap yourself into this metal tube and we're about to hit 600 miles an hour. Let's go. And obviously we all know that there's no way that safety is first or there's no way you would strap yourself in to a metal tube and go flying at 600 miles an hour, but we accept it. And that's somehow we accept that and it works in our brain and we go on with it. So it's very tiring. It's very tiring to hear it over and over and over. So no, their priority has, has never, will never, ever be safety first because it's just not possible. It is just not possible. Now, do I accept that people didn't know what to expect from this virus because it was new? I accept that. Do I accept that it's somehow something that has never, ever in the history of mankind happened until we had happened to us? No, I'm sorry. You're not that special. Things like this have happened before. The one thing that happened that has never before is the communist China approach to stopping a virus. That's new, and it should never happen again, ever. And, you know, people could accept the whole thing of two weeks so the hospitals and everything don't go, get overwhelmed. But once you get into that and you realize that that's not what's going to happen... Then that's when you just draw the line and say, okay, we're going to get back to our lives, get back to everything. We're going to do the best we can. And I promise you, if you tell people the truth and say, hey, you know, our job is can never be to keep every single person perfectly safe. If that were the case, then we would never have anybody die of anything other than old age. So, but... You have the other side that uh, somehow thinks that they can create a ginormous nanny state that's going to be everyone's mom and dad and tell everybody exactly what to think and what to say and what to do and how to eat. And it just, the list goes on and on and on. And the fact that you would need almost as many people as there are in the United States uh, to watch everybody and make sure everybody does exactly what they It's just, I mean... You know it, it it's absolutely absurd absurd and all it leads to is insane tyrannical rule that it never goes anywhere it's just stupid that's the best i can do for it it's just stupid um so yeah yeah i mean that's that's where we've gotten to um now you've got All these people extending the lockdowns, extending the lockdowns. And obviously, there's only one goal in mind. Obviously. And people are like, "Well, no, they're trying to keep people safe. Well, uh, exactly how are they doing that? Um, I don't see them stopping anyone from going to Walmart or any other box store for that matter. So, if you're safe at Walmart or Lowe's or Home Depot, but you're not safe at the locally ran hardware store or locally ran you know whatever store how does that work i mean does walmart have some amazing you know amazing lights or something that kills the coronavirus why does no one think of this really i mean i don't think they've ever closed down have they nope had people in there every day grocery stores are they somehow magical they kill the coronavirus make it perfectly safe for everybody to have been going there and waiting in line and buying their groceries every day but it's not okay to go to the park i mean I, you know so there is one goal in mind they were really really hoping they could destroy things enough or maybe it's just a test run to see exactly how many people will go along with socialism because that's this is exactly what it is And now we are experiencing some of the worst parts, just a sample, a small sample of some of the worst parts of socialism. I don't know myself. I went to the store to buy stuff for dinner and I'm like, wait a second, there's no meat here. And what there is, is astronomically priced. What the, you know, what the hell is going on? And, uh, and that's what happens. And like the whole uh, idea of, I mean, never in my lifetime did I ever think that you would go to the store and other than when there's a crazy clearance sale on something, ever be told how many of something you could buy. That doesn't happen. We're in America. We don't do that. We are the land of plenty. And I don't care where your politics lie. I mean, you've got these insane people on the left that are like, well, that's the problem. We have to limit everybody we have to be in control you know fucking Bernie and AOC and the rest of the uh, special uh, the rest of the special needs class that we have there and I have no problem saying this I mean if anybody thinks that you know I'm somehow worried about calling these people special or special needs, I'm really not um, if they didn't want to be called that they wouldn't say dumb stuff dumb shit all the time. And that's just how I see it. I mean, if you don't want someone to call you out on it, then stop saying stupid things. Uh, It's just that simple. You know, don't bring up just stupid, ridiculous ideas. And that gets to my next point, my big theme for uh, the new Democratic Party. And I say new because for years and years, they really hadn't changed their ideas. They just weren't open about them you know, they would find clever ways. And I don't know if people just got tired or just the people aren't smart as they used to be when it came to writing up the rhetoric and narratives to where they could mask a lot of these ideas. But I guess those people retired or quit or uh, moved somewhere else. And now they don't have the uh, intelligentsia, I guess, to really write these things and uh, really get the talking points to be very mild and bland and, uh, sound very calming and non-scary, I guess. But, uh, apparently those days are gone. So now they just blatantly shout it from wherever, apparently the basement of his house in, uh, Vermont or Connecticut or whatever, wherever Biden's hiding out or wherever Elizabeth Warren or Bernie, all these people, um, but I did find it interesting, wherever they are hiding out, they just say it, you know. They just say whatever now, there's no masking it. They're like, oh, we should, this is a perfect time to remake America, tear down the economy and rebuild it the way we'd like. We need to really tackle climate change. <sighs> we want our our uh, policies to be guided by science. That sounds Great to a lot of people. Like, yes, you know, we should listen to science. Let me tell you, there's a lot of people that have listened to science. <clears throat> Hitler listened to his scientists. I mean, yeah, of course, they had a weird agenda and made up their own ideas. It doesn't make them less of scientists. They were still scientists. So, this whole idea that somehow just because you become a scientist, somehow or an expert that's the next one we need to listen to the experts which expert which one have you known an expert have you heard an expert that had anything to do with coronavirus that were any anywhere close to being right no every damn one of them were wrong and not even a little wrong way wrong so why do we have to listen to experts you want to get the nazi scientists i mean they had great ideas they built great weapons They also had great things for killing six and a half of their fellow human beings. Don't think you want to listen to those experts, do you? So which experts do we use? Only the ones that share our ideology, I guess. But, you know, I thought you wanted science. The way I always accepted science was an an eternal questioning of what you think you know. Observation. That's the first key to the scientific process process observation what can you see what can you observe what can you see smell touch taste all those things what what can you observe with your senses on an issue and that means there's a whole lot of people that are scientists we're always questioning always trying to see if we really know what we know it's not a religion it's not a religion. Nobody's a deity. There's not one end all be all period. And we figured that out real quick. Cause all of a sudden, you know, I mean, there's nobody as wishy washy and back and forth as Fauci. And you know, from what I understand from other people who've talked to him, talked to him, talked about him, knew him, the guy's smart. The guys are really smart. He's been doing this all of his life, but that should be the point. It's a point I'm trying to make. If you want to base Governing people on the whims of a scientist or an expert who changes from day to day or week to week, and this is somehow going to be what they want to do to govern things. So um, that should tell you all you need to know about science and experts. I mean, have you ever ever paid any attention to uh, murder trials, for that matter? Because I personally am a huge uh, real crime buff. Love it. Love real crime podcast. uh, Love all that. I love it. Been interested in it for years. Listened to a lot of it. And one thing you can always be guaranteed of. You can go in and you can listen to the old transcripts. Or you go into one and there's experts on both sides. That seems weird. You mean there's experts that don't agree with each other? Yeah. They have completely different opinions, and they both have some logic, reasoning, and evidence to back their theory up. That should be the biggest proponent for representative government I've ever heard. You have experts who have completely differing opinions. You hear all of it, you see all their evidence, and then you do what? You use logic, reasoning, And being the adult in the room and say, well, I hear this. I hear that. Here's what we're going to do. That's what we elect people to do. Isn't that weird? That's odd. That's what we elect people to do. And apparently none of these people can do it. They're just like, um, 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 whatever he said, that's what we're going to do. Well, wait a second. Grow some, grow a pair. Is that what you feel? Have you listened to anybody else? Have you got? I mean, use some science of yourself. Observe. What are you observing? Do you see the numbers going down? Do you see all this not being necessary? So yeah, um, very interesting how this uh, ideology is coming along from the left. Um, we're just only going to listen to experts. Yeah, that's what. Um, uh, that's what a lot of these uh, crazy totalitarian oppressive governments have always done we're going to use experts to make our population pure yeah remember that yeah it works out real well um just ask the jewish people they'll let you know how that uh letting experts figure out how to make a pure population worked out in uh, germany um don't think it went so well one thing i need to fix from my thursday episode i made the statement that around 300 and some thousand uh abortions per year and i thought that was appalling little did i know that that's just from planned parenthood the numbers are way more appalling than i even thought they're upwards of over 650,000 a year somehow i feel that any anyone on that side that pushes it like it's the best thing since sliced bread and we should hand it out like condoms at the high school prom um Apparently, I don't wanna hear what the hell you have to say about people dying of the coronavirus. Just don't care. You can't come crying to me about it anymore. Well, 80,000 people died. Yeah, well, 650,000 babies apparently were aborted last year. Now, like I said on the Thursday episode, I don't care where you come down on that issue because I believe most people in this country think that it's safe rare. Two things. That's kind of where I was on it because I never, you know, was never put in the situation and never chased down the numbers. And that's that's on me. That's completely my fault because maybe I should have. But whether you can sorta of be for it or sorta of against it, or where most of the country falls. Now you have your fringe people, you know, I've seen them. I talked about them on prior episodes, you know, people standing up and cheering about it. And those are the people that are literally, you know, in the same ideology as a Hitler, because you can't be a normal person and look at 670 or 665, whatever the number was, it was way up there, that many thousands of abortions and be cheering like Nazis at a freaking campfire. You just can't, you can't be normal and do that. That's just not, that's not who we are as a species on a normal basis. So, when you hear that number, I'm sure it's going to affect you the way it did me. Like, what the hell are you talking about? 664000 a year? Holy shit. Why are we shutting the country down again? Because apparently, if we're worried that much about life, apparently we're not worried that much about life. And, you know, like I said, most people assume that it was, you know, young young people who, you know, were in a terrible situation or whatever, and this was their answer way out. No, no, apparently not. Apparently, like I said, it's getting handed out like condoms on prom night. And that is something that I think, whether you ban it or not, where you fall on that line, I don't think when you hear numbers like this, that's really going to affect, <laughs> affect you anymore. You're going to be like, okay, wait a second. Something's going terribly wrong just because how can we be comfortable with that number as human beings not just as this side or that side of the issue i don't care which side of the issue you hear that number and you're like whoa 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 maybe we should be tapping the brakes here wait a second what is going on um because these are the same people that celebrate this are the same people saying we need more people to come in this country to help our workforce because our population is going in the wrong direction I wonder why. Maybe, maybe, maybe because in the last two years we've uh, aborted 1.2 million potential citizens. I don't know. Think that could have something to do with it. Just wondering. Um, and how did we get here? That's a real good question. And uh, I want to dig back further in the numbers and go back before the prior administration and uh, kind of see where the numbers were at then and see if there was. I have a terrible suspicion that the previous Eight years leading up to uh, 2016, uh, that number spiked uh, considerably, and we're gonna I'm gonna explore not only the number spike that I suspect is there, but uh, the reasoning behind it, and I think it'll be quite, quite alarming. But I needed to fix that because I had said like 332,000 or something, and I was like, wow, that's a huge number, and then I went on and said, oh, well, that's only half of it holy shit, only half. So, yes, that's uh, quite disturbing and uh, something that definitely needs uh, to be made aware to everybody. I mean, nobody talks about that number. We really should because I think you'll get a lot more people on board with the idea that even if you don't want to ban it, you want to make it a lot more rare and safe. So, um, you know, if it was so safe and everything was fine, you know, we would be handing out you know, millions of, uh, that's the other thing you're telling me that that's easier now than, uh, just using protection. Apparently who knew, who knew, um, something else I heard this week, another thing I'm just going through. So I did make some notes today, so I have to, uh, have to let you know, I did make some notes on some things I wanted that kind of hit me this This past week and uh, over the weekend. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's weird. Um, So apparently most polls uh, for like the political polls and stuff are still only taken on landlines. Which I found odd. And then I start to question, well, maybe that's why none of these poll numbers seem to make any sense to anyone. Because how many people still have a landline? I mean, a few. But not that many. So... Are you really talking to the middle? I mean, the you know, a real good overview of America when you take these polls? Uh, probably not. Just just throwing that out there. So that was one that really blew my mind. And why? Why would that be? I mean, if every Tom, Dick, and Harry can get a hold of, and, and you know as well as I do now, now you're getting these strange, like, spam texts. You know, it wasn't bad enough that you had to get, like, thousands of spam emails every day damn day but now you get spam texts and uh and bill collectors apparently can now text you and everybody in the world can get your cell phone number to uh, bother you about something but uh apparently pollsters can't call and take a poll on your cell phone seems weird seems almost like uh, maybe they have a plan to make it seem a little off so some food for thought on that the mask or not to mask is a good idea uh to talk about um i know it's become a political thing in most places and i guess you know in some of the bigger hot spots i guess it's really not a question you know um people feel like it protects them um i think i uh would go back to the what they were saying originally which made a lot more sense to me was uh if you're sick wear a mask so you're not spraying everything all over everybody else um And then I think they just folded and said, yeah, wear a mask because it made people feel safer and they'd be more likely to go back out into the world. So I think that's where that falls. But uh, if you're like me, I just I just don't care anymore. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm tired of it. And I think most of America now are almost as up to speed with everything Corona as the people that are supposedly the experts telling us about it. I think we all could uh, probably uh, go on and recite all the uh, ways to stop the spread by heart. And I don't want to hear them anymore. And I'm getting really sick of seeing it on signs everywhere. And even while you're driving down the road now, you got fucking signs up. It says, wash your hands. And I just want to look and say, Yeah, will not you just fuck off, please? Please. Um, you know, I know they have the drones in like New Jersey, apparently Virginia and all this. They got the little... Communist China drones going around, spewing propaganda, telling everybody to separate. Um, and, yeah, we got signs everywhere telling us to wash our hands and, and all this. And and then you have the mask. The mask. They told us not to wear them, then to wear them. And now, well, it doesn't really do anything. And, you know, the whole idea is if someone's sick, they should put on a mask. Because this is transferred Primarily by getting coughed or sneezed on. Uh, and not on the door handle, apparently, which is another reason they said, oh, you got to shut down everything because this will spread on surfaces. And then they show up two weeks later and say, oh, no, it doesn't. And again, that makes my point of why do you not run a country by experts? Turns out to be a really, really bad idea. It's been tried before, as I've mentioned several times. It always ends terribly. This is why. The reason we elect people to positions. Is, are to be the adult in the room and say, Okay, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. This is what we're going to do. We're going to try to do our best to find a middle ground. Hey, what a concept. Anyway, so now the mask thing. And I get really annoyed. Um, like I said here, most of the things are open. And I've been enjoying that quite a bit. Uh, being a free American again is quite nice. Um, but. You know there's a store or two that's like, well, you'll have to wear a mask if you want to come in here, and for the most part, I just leave. And it's because I just, as an American, I have a really, really, really hard time with people telling me that I have to do something arbitrary. And what happened to that American spirit? I think we have just about ta- uh. Eliminated it from way too much of the population. And that is something that is killing us. We need that spirit back in America. The rugged individualism. The willing to take a risk. The, willing, the willingness to go out into the unknown and make it work. The willingness to work hard. All those things that built the greatest nation on earth are now being eroded. And, you know, the whole founding of this country was by people going, hey, listen, we're not listening to you anymore. You're not going to send, you're not going to just put these arbitrary stupid rules on us. You can kiss my ass. And if you don't like it, then, you know, too bad. We're becoming our own country. And, uh, and wow, what a, what a slap in the face to these people. To suddenly be cowering everywhere in homes and and saying, oh well, you know we can't go out, we can't we can't continue America. What a slap in the face to the people who gave up everything. A small band of people that went against the greatest empire to exist on this earth, and say, you know what, screw you, we're going our way. That's how I feel about that. Not like little tin pot uh brown there in pennsylvania who calls people who want to be americans cowards um obviously he has small man syndrome uh needs to definitely be not uh knocked out of the governor's seat and uh promptly never ever allowed back into any kind of position of power <clears throat> tired of uh Dancing around subjects with these people, you can't do it, and that's um, one of the greatest lines I heard. Uh, what's well, not really a line, it was actually an argument made. Um, I believe it was Adam Carolla I was listening to, it was talking about it. Um, and I'm not sure if it was from him or somebody to talk to, anyway, it doesn't really matter. He said, You know, you can even reason with the most sociopathic person because they have a drive for something and you can make some sort of deal and you can come to an understanding. But one thing you cannot fix is stupid. They're convinced they're right. They don't want to hear that they're wrong and no amount of reasoning or logic's ever going to get through because they're stupid. So the most dangerous thing is stupidity. It's also the most annoying thing, but it's the most dangerous thing because there's nothing you can do to change it. Hence, stupidity. And I thought that was very, very, not only brilliant, but very pertinent to what's going on now. You hear things like, you can go to the beach, just go in the wet sand. The dry sand's bad. And you're like, well, that's stupid. But you're not going to convince him that it's stupid because he is stupid. And that's the frustrating part about it. It's like trying to reason and somehow come up with a logical argument to talk somebody out of being insane. You know it's not going to work, and it makes you insane to try. So that's what makes all this so frustrating so much. Um, Especially, I mean, myself, I get so frustrated, and I just have to go and you know watch or do something else or completely clear my mind grab my guitar play do something i have to get away from it cuz it just it gets me too upset and i'm like i can't be getting this upset you know it's it's not worth it um these people are ridiculous and i have faith that most of the people in this country can see how stupid this is and i believe turning a phrase here so hopefully it catches on i believe because of these actions and because of this absolute stupidity from all these people that in 2020 november and the elections in 2020 red will become the new blue in a lot of states have a very very good feeling about that um just seems like it's very ripe you see the people protesting people finally are starting to wake up And want their freedom and liberty back. And there's nothing more beautiful than that. This is the country for it. This is the place for it. This is where it was born. And this is where all others have followed to try to find their freedom and liberty. And that is a must. And if that happens, uh, I'm afraid you may see some people actually spontaneously combust. But, you know... In the words of Cuomo, you just can't save everybody, right? You just can't do it. Guess he'll probably blame God for that too. Um, what a jackass. I just can't help it. I just I can't play I just keep playing that over in my mind, listening to this guy. It was just terrible. It was just absolutely awful. Um, some of the dumbest some of the dumbest statements I've ever heard in my life. Um and he's sitting there and, and what really drives me nuts is the fact that they're like, Oh, he's got such a great approval rating. I'm like, are people actually watching the same thing I am Are people actually listening to the same crap that I'm hearing coming out of his mouth? Because I, if I live there, I, I, it would be really hard not to be in the street, burning him in effigy. Um, I just, I don't know how it works. Um, maybe that's why, uh, he's got 80% and I'm still uh, struggling trying to get more people to listen. Huh? Who knows? Uh, he must know something. I don't, um, apparently being, uh, a little, a little less than your average in the intelligence agency area maybe helps because, uh, uh, he's definitely below average. Um, so yeah, mask or not to mask. I mean, it's crazy. Um, I don't wear a mask. Um, I'm pretty sure that most of the people, especially the people in the middle of the country, um, are going to tell you to fuck off because you know not only was it not here in the same way it never was the same way in these areas and um you know there's certain things that we understand like uh, where most people are, are going to be just fine hell a large portion of younger people are not even going to ever know that they had it but yet we should definitely set, shut everything down because we wouldn't want people to get sick and not even know they were ever sick and get over it and be then have an immunity to it that'd be terrible wouldn't it um seems to make sense except for the pronouns um but uh yeah uh but you know going back to uh biden and his whole uh, his whole alienating every uh, black person that uh, heard that um apparently he has a lot more problems a lot more problems and uh it was listening to some things this week and checking out some things. And, uh, I heard the phone call, uh, with the former now former. I mean, it was the president of Ukraine then he's now former. He's now been voted out or whatever happened to him. Um, I apologize ahead of time for not being up to date on Ukrainian politics. Um, somehow there's been this bigger thing going on here. So didn't quite get into it. Uh, but anyway, the former president, then president, of Ukraine and it starts out with John Kerry talking to him about getting this prosecutor fired um that vice president which means Joe Biden wanted this guy uh fired and uh the president goes well I don't have any reason to fire him but I went ahead and asked him anyway as a favor to you because I'm holding up my end of the literally if you hear this thing uh you can literally say well that'll be step two in our agreement what agreement that's what I want to know But anyway, um, there's a lot of crazy stuff, Uh, apparently, after he says, yeah, well, I got his resignation, even though, and he makes a big point to say, even though I know this guy, we have no evidence that he did anything wrong, and uh, by doing the research, it finds out the only thing the guy was doing wrong at all was investigating Hunter Biden for uh, what was going on at Burisma uh, Holdings, which uh, apparently a corrupt money laundering or something, I mean, they had some... Really bad shady shit going on, and Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was involved because his dad got him involved because they are all crooks and gangsters and whatever, and uh, well, at least they used to be. Biden's not much of anything anymore. Um, he just uh, is a shell of what he used to be, which wasn't much to start with. So who knows? But uh, anyway, uh, but then he gets on the phones. Oh, I really appreciate it, and you'll be getting your money, you know, because they gave him a billion dollars uh, in aid or whatever because. You know, he covered up for Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and these are actually criminal offenses, uh, not like the uh, made-up shit from Russia collusion and all that. So, um, one weird, one weird uh, kind of signal that uh, the Democratic Party is kind of—I'm wondering if they're just ready to wave the white flag because that's what I'm kind of getting. I think they are already conceding that they uh, they know that 2020 is not their year and it's not going to be, even though you still have some on the ground uh, still holding out, hoping they can tank everything and bring about a socialist revolution, which I think is going to blow up in their face uh, pretty damn quick uh, by the looks of the protests and uh, and people's anger level, I mean, literally blow up in their face pretty soon. I think these people are getting extremely angry and, uh, I think things are going to start going badly if things don't change real quick. But anyway, um, it's really strange because, uh, apparently some of the ones on the, um, justice committee or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Whatever Adam Schiff is a part of, which God only knows, uh, the man shouldn't be in charge of anything. Uh, but anyway, whatever he's doing, uh, apparently they gave notice to the Supreme court that, uh, they want to, they are still looking at different things to impeach Trump on now. What is it? About 160 days. Yeah. About 160 days to election. If they really thought that they were going to win and beat Trump, why would they care? Why would they be worried about it? I mean, I can't really answer that. I, I there is no reason. I mean, if you literally said, "Well, you know, four four months or so from now, you know, he's not going to be the president anymore, so we don't need to do this anymore." Uh, that that's where most people be like, "Oh, well, we need to get ready for you know our guy to get here, so we can do all this crazy shit again and start spying on Americans again." Um. So yeah, I kind of look at that as I think they're waving the white flag already, which I mean, they should, I mean, they have Joe Biden and it really doesn't matter who he picks as a vice president. I mean, that's another special, oh, special needs section. The fighting for VP is just terrible. I mean, I believe it was Kamala Harris was the one that said white women should just, uh, go ahead and kill their, eat their babies kill their babies because they're going to become rapists uh, rapist or some shit. I mean, I heard this comment from her about six, eight months ago and I'm sitting there like she's running for what? I mean, other than running to be a joke, I, I don't know what else you're running for making comments like that. Um, and this is somebody that somebody would seriously consider to be any form of government official. Um, I, blows my mind, um, let one person make that kind of comment, you know, I I just, you know, the comments these people make, uh, and people are like, Oh, well, you know, they're in the public eye and, you know, they say a lot of things all the time. Yeah. There's a lot of people that talk a lot all the time and they don't say dumb shit. So, I'm not really sure what your excuse is. I mean, if your excuse is that was a slip of the tongue, um, that's not a slip of the tongue. That's an entire statement that's well thought out. A slip of the tongue is screwing up somebody's name, you know, saying the wrong word when you're trying to, you know, maybe you're trying to uh, explain something and use the wrong word in the wrong tense or you pronounce something wrong. That's a slip of the tongue. Making a Honest to God, statement like that is not a slip of the tongue, and it's not a mistake. It's what you really think, and if that's what you really think, go ahead, embrace it. But you're not going to be in public office, because why would you be? The same as if somebody made that comment about black women. Of course, we would be like, yeah, no, thanks. Um, you need to go back to where we came from. I mean, you have the right to say it, but you certainly are not going to get elected saying it. Um, which is completely fair. I mean, actions have consequences. I don't have a problem with that don't think anybody does it's called accountability strange very weird concept i know i know it used to be one of the biggest concepts in our country but apparently hasn't been for a very long time but in a lot of ways i do think that some of this and i don't mean the coronavirus itself it's been terrible it's caused such devastation that I'm sure it's going to be a long time before we know what the full ramifications of all of it really are. I mean, the unemployment and the businesses that are going to be lost. Um, I really do feel like you're going to see some pretty big migrations. And uh, it's going to make a huge difference. And I think you're going to start to see it. You may not see it in maybe this election cycle. and But I think you will later on. And when you see a lot of people moving from the urban centers of New York and L.A. and maybe Chicago and, you know, maybe even a lot of these states, you know, you're talking about Washington, Oregon, California. I would I would imagine that there's probably going to be mass migrations um, because honestly, it's really to that point of free state lockdown. Lockdown state, you know, it harkens back to the old uh, free state, slave states. And strangely enough, and this is what's really odd that people should take note of, almost the exact same demographic of people in power in that weird. Slave lockdown states, Democrats, free states, Republicans. Weird. Weird. Maybe someone should take a note of that, learn from that anyway, because of course, you know, their, their whole thing is, you know, all, all the people on the right, all the conservatives, all those people, man, they are just, you know, they're all Nazis. They all want to be dictators. And how can they even, I mean, just making that statement is just hilarious because you look at way things are right now. What happened in the states ran by, for the most part, I mean, I did see one guy that was from California that supposedly claims to be a Republican. Um, Apparently, let me just say it now, anybody that's in any kind of upper management in that uh, party, this guy that uh, made this uh, statement, of course, he's in California, so I have no idea what, um, you know, what is going on with that, why there would be. Um, somebody like this, but apparently he's listed as a Republican. But he made uh, the one of the biggest jackass comp, uh, comments about uh, people protesting. And he said, Yeah, something about give me liberty or give me death. Well, with our overcrowding and coronavirus in prisons, you know, we can maybe accommodate that or maybe it'll come true or something. And just the biggest jackass statement. I mean, you make comments like that. You're literally like threatening people with death if they uh, protest against the lockdown. So before anybody condemns me for saying, you know, if he falls into the ocean, I'm not going to miss him or probably not too many people will. He just threatened a whole bunch of people that wanted their freedom with death. So, um, yeah, good riddance. Um, hope, hope there's a flood near your home, sir. Um, and trust me, it's not going to keep me up at night. So, uh, I don't know why it would, uh, you threaten a whole lot of people with death because they want their freedom that they're God given or birth given right to, uh, freedom and you threaten them with, uh, imprisonment and death. So, um, maybe you should get a little coming back your way. Um, tired of so many people going, well, we need to be above these kind of things. Yeah. Well, is it doesn't seem to work again, back to the, you can't fix stupid, you can't, fix stupid by trying to have a higher argument because they're not going to understand it, hence the stupid part that I mentioned before. So um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm wondering, like I say, I think we're going to see uh, a lot of people moving and moving into these other areas. Why that matters is when there's large population shifts, there's also large shifts in the numbers in the electoral college. And I know I've went over many, many times while there's an electoral college and why the democrats would really really like for it to go away um because those pesky people that they hate you know 90 percent of america they have a voice too and they really 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 need to find a way that uh americans can't participate in free elections because you know they're not going to agree with these insane ideas and there's no other way for us to keep power with these crazy ideas if you keep letting these american people vote And uh, so, yeah, it's just circular logic. You know, they get their crazy uh, cult members in, you know, Southern California and New York and some parts of the Northeast. And uh, so happens these are big urban centers. And so, yeah, they looks really good at the end of the day on the amount of votes. But uh, as you know, we don't have that. We have an electoral electoral college and we have that for the exact reason that. 51 percent do not get to tell the other 49 percent what to do isn't that great another reason it's great to be an american Um, wonder why we don't explain this to children anymore in say social studies we should try that Uh, just a hint to people out there who write educational material Uh, you should actually educate people on what actually things mean that would help a lot that would help us not fall behind in the world on the whole stupidity thing that I prior mentioned. So, um, yeah, apparently you fall behind and it's really weird. I know it's really a strange thing, but you fall behind when you teach people things that aren't true. And so then they go out with wrong information, which kind of makes no sense. So then we fall behind in the world. And the bad part is it's done intentionally. Why? Because they're not interested in America. They're only interested in power. So always remember that. Um, They do have good slogans. But um, they don't actually mean any of them. So yes, I think the migrations from these large places are going to change. Which changes those numbers. And uh, I think some states that um, probably haven't really been an issue for a long time. Or people really didn't care too much. You know, very small numbers of electoral votes. Uh, Maybe some of that will change and uh, you're going to see some demographics change on uh, voting, even in, even from the people that stay behind in these states. Um, Like I said, 2020 may be uh, starting the new that red will be the new blue uh, in some of these places. Um, I guarantee it in Michigan as of right now with the attitudes that are going on right there. uh, Trump won there last time. He will win there again with the way things are right now, and probably by a larger margin, um, I think you're going to see some major shakeups in Minnesota too, uh, very soon and on a local level. And that's where it really matters. That's what people really need to start thinking about. And this is one thing that I hadn't thought about as much before, but I do realize how important it is now. And I think the whole country is realizing how important it is now. Local is always more important than the big stage. Why? Because local is where you live. If you have a pothole in your road, you don't call the United States Senate to get the pothole filled. You call the local people. And as we learned, like in these responses and the coronavirus, local is the key. It starts local. It always starts local. And people say, well, you know, Trump can just open and close the country. Well, no, he can't. He can't. It's not that kind of power. I mean, if he was Obama, he would. Because, you know, then he would be a crazy socialist dictator. But uh, if you actually follow the Constitution and the way um, the separations of powers and all these things that you should have learned in social studies, um, you would know that that's not the way it works. States have rights. States' rights. Very weird. But uh, so local Local will affect your life much, much, much more and obviously much more often than who's in the White House. And although there is um, something to be said for having, you know, a conservative president or the side you're on having them in the White House for maybe... uh, justice you know supreme court justices or federal judge appointments which we're now finding out was you know a big thing for clinton uh, and obama that's why we have crazy shit going on with the flynn case and all that insanity that uh i hope gets resolved really soon because if not it just really really exposes and then you the crazy bias and then you have to really start going down the whole list and this is the problem this is what people don't understand um you know, when you see something like this, when you see a judge go completely off his fucking rocker and go, well, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a choice other than to dismiss the case because the two sides said, but I'm very, very politically charged and politically biased. And I don't want this guy to get off because, you know, he's a conservative and I'm a Democrat and I would want to make sure they don't make my, you know, my team look bad. So, I'm going to do all this crazy stuff that no one's ever done that I'm not really allowed to do to try to make sure I send this guy to jail, even though everybody said he didn't do anything wrong and we want to dismiss the charges. And people go, well, you know, this is just a one off kind of thing. Well, the problem is when you disgrace somebody that's in that kind of power, in a federal judge or, you know, a prosecutor or anything like that, here's the problem. This is why these things are so important. This is why politics has to stay out of all this because the moment that this is uncovered everything every decision you have ever made then comes into question because they go well if you're biased here were you biased here hey how about this tom hey how about this and then everything starts coming apart whether you were or not or used that in any way for any of these other cases it does not matter you have tarnished the whole thing And even if you've done good up until that point, all that good can be undone. All of it. And once confidence and trust in any of this stuff is thrown out the window, then what's left? What's left? You start eroding every bedrock that's supposed to hold society together. And then you stand back and act all astonished when things start going badly. Give me a break. So. That's that's really. Um, you know. what obviously the. Legacy of the Obama. Administration of eight years is going to be. Is going to be the eroding. Of confidence. And so many. Of. Of the agencies that everyone thought was untouched by any of this. And it's sad. It really is. Uh, the problem is what it ends up creating is wide open for something like a nine 11 to happen. Why? Cause who's going to listen to them. Who's going to listen to the FBI and CIA after this kind of stuff. You know, when you're setting people up to get them fired or try to build a case to, uh, have a coup on a duly elected president. And you wonder why nobody's going to listen to you when you show up and go, hold hold on, hold on. Somebody's going to do something bad. And everybody goes, well, get the hell out of here. I want to hear from you. You know, all you've done is lie and be corrupt for the last, you know, how many years? I don't want to hear anything. And then we pay for it. That's who pays for it. The American people pay for it. That's why you should be angry about it. That's why you'd want to change it. So anyway, that'll be all for me for this week. Um, Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, If you did, let me know. Uh, Hit me up on Facebook. Give a review on apple podcast the purple icon or on spotify um check us out on facebook instagram twitter and uh, keep coming back because i love i see the numbers going up and it really really is encouraging and like i say seeing numbers from around the world is really really a cool thing too just a normal guy with a day job who has a laptop and a microphone who likes to uh complain about politics um so hey Maybe it is a little different. But anyway, until Thursday, always remember it's no agenda, just...